Welcome to Med Trainer, a podcast designed to help prepare you for the USMLE. We provide concise, quality medical lectures designed to help you excel on USMLE Step 1, 2CK, and 3. Each podcast focuses on one high-yield topic followed by review questions. Visit our website at medtrainer.org for more information. Welcome to the second podcast in our series. Once again, I'm Dr. Grinder Sadu. Today, we're going to talk about the most dreaded words any medical student can hear, USMLE Step 1. This is one of the hardest medical tests in the world, but the good news is you're getting it out of the way first. We have found that although many resources discuss in detail the topics on the Step 1, none of them really discuss the test itself. Let's first talk about what's on the exam. I'm sure many of you probably already have a good idea on what the exam covers, but not really how much or most important topics. This exam covers your first two years of medical school, including anatomy, embryo, physio, micro, immuno, histology, behavioral science, including epidemiology and medical ethics, pathology and pharmacology. That's a lot of topics. The test is designed to measure basic science knowledge your first two years. Unfortunately, step one is not a straightforward exam, and many of the questions are designed to be very difficult. The three highest yield topics on the exam are the three P's, physiology, pathology, and pharmacology. Out of, three, out of these three topics, the highest yield overall is pathology. Majority of the questions on step one will be in a clinical vignette, including questions in biochemistry and histology. The exam itself is given by the NBME, otherwise known as the National Board of Medical Examiners, who create and score the exam. If you're a U.S. medical student, you will register through the NBME to take the exam. Foreign medical students will have to register through the ECFMG, which stands for the Educational Commission for Foreign Medical Graduates. The exam will be the same if you're a U.S. or foreign medical student. The current passing rate for this exam, as of 2015, is 192, which just went up 4 points. Yowzers! You can count on this score increase around 4 points every couple of years. The current national mean is 227 with a standard deviation of 20. This is all information that is released by the exam or the MBME. Unfortunately, that's pretty much the only information you'll get about the scoring of it. Only the MBME really knows how the exams are created and scored. If you do not pass your exam, you have the option to appeal your score, although our research has yet to find anyone who successfully appealed, so you're better off keeping your money. Well, what about the format of the exam? You're looking at a fun day filled with seven blocks of 48 multiple choice questions, each including a 15-minute tutorial and a magic eighth block at the end, which is actually a survey, so don't be fooled. What about lunch? You're looking at about 45 minutes of eating lunch and constantly thinking about how you're doing on the exam. Not a very fun lunch. We do have some tips for you to get the most of your exam day. The first tip is skip the tutorial and do it at home beforehand if you are unsure of the exam format. You can do it on the USMLE website, www.usmle.org. I would assume that most of you will probably complete some QBank that is very similar to the real exam, so you should pretty much know what to expect. The other tip is do some practice exams at home to prepare you for sitting down and doing blocks for 8 hours. It may not seem like a lot, but getting through the exam is a daunting task. We will go through more detail of these tips in the test taking tips lecture, which should be coming up soon. The key to doing well on this exam is to understand it. The exam is not your friend. You must know your enemy. This is not a test that you can memorize first aid and hope to do well. It is designed to be difficult and the test creators know what you like to study 
and they will use this against you. I'm not trying to scare you, but if you are if you are prepared for the exam and understand what the examiners like to ask or focus on, you will do well. The question you're all thinking is, how would I possibly know what the examiners like to ask? When doing QBanks, you'll start seeing patterns of what topics come up often and how they're asked. Use this to focus your study on those topics. The QBanks give a good insight on what high-yield topics are popping up on the exams. We will also focus on these high-yield topics in our lectures. We'll also spend a lecture focusing on the best resources to use when studying for this exam. The good news is that there's an abundance of resources, especially for Step 1. In fact, it can be quite overwhelming when starting your studies. Remember, your score for Step 1 is the most important factor in getting residency. I want to talk about one more thing before I conclude, and that's rumors. No, I'm not talking about who's dating who in medical school, but the crazy rumors you begin to hear about step one as you get closer. I remember hearing many outrageous things about this exam while in medical school, and I can assure you that most of what you hear is probably not true. Some rumors we often hear are they're combining step one and two. The MBME, the MBME as of this podcast has no plans to do this anytime soon, so buckle down and study for step one. I'm going to take my exam in a smaller city because I heard the test is easier. Once again, this is not true. And the exam difficulty has no bearing on where you take it. I'm sure there are many other rumors, but you can always check straight with the source at usmoney.org. Well, I hope you found this lecture to be useful. It was short and sweet. And if you have any questions, please feel free to contact us at info at Thank you, and we hope to see you again next time. Thanks for listening. Beep.